church project. It's going to be short today. One, because I'm really cold. Um, but two, two, I told Bill and, and Reno and Todd and Lindy, just take your time with, with interviewing today because we want to look at the capital C church. I mean, we're in the middle of Acts and we're looking at the church being built. And so if you're a first-time guest, welcome to Church Project. We're a church a gathering of people that love Jesus and we love the mission of Jesus in this world. We're also a project. We're an ongoing pursuit to discover what that means today. Like what does the church mean and look like today? You can go to YouVersion on your phone, the Bible app. Our notes are on there. And also if you have prayer requests on our website, churchprojectgreeley.org, you can go there and scroll down to the bottom, fill out a form uh, to get our emails or to submit um, a prayer, prayer request on there. I'm actually going really short today. Um, I told uh, everyone, we can go longer with the interview because I've got a message that can be two parts or it can be one part. So we're just going with one part today. And in fact, what we're going to do is we're going to back up. We're in Acts chapter 14. Uh, last week we covered a certain set of verses, but I'm backing up two verses. So we're going to look at Acts chapter 14, verses 23. Yes, 23. So <laughs> that's what we're going to look at today. So If you're familiar with the story, it's the church. Like Paul and Barnabas are on the very first missionary journey ever. And and they're going and they're telling Jewish people the good news of Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection. And the Holy Spirit is moving in phenomenal ways. And so they're going on this journey. And the message is starting also to slip out to Gentile people, people that are not Jewish. They haven't heard this good news message. And you, you can read previously what happened. But I, I want to get to verse 23 here. It says, Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. So Paul and Barnabas are going and they're telling this beautiful message in every city that they go to. And now they're kind of backtracking. You can see in the context of where we're at. They're backtracking through the cities. And what do they do in verse 23? Paul and Barnabas appoint, I love that word. They appoint elders for, each, uh, for them in each church. So they go to each church that they, they visited and they start appointing elders. And with prayer and fasting, they commit them to the Lord, the, the people that they had appointed for elders, in whom they had put, um, the, in whom they had put their trust. So they're, they're appointing elders in each church. They're committing the elders to the Lord, in whom is the author of everything that they're preaching and living and doing at this time. So are we following? I, I look at these words. This word appoint is a very fancy um, word in the original text, and it means to literally put your hands on, okay, and to install and to choose. So Paul and Barnabas go through this time, and they, they, they're praying about this thing called church. They're looking at the cities. They're looking at the, le- the elders and the leaders, and they're saying, you are, we're appointing you as elders and leaders of this church. So Paul and Barnabas appoint the elders in each church, and with prayer and fasting, what do they do? They commit them to the Lord. Commit the, is another fancy word in the, in the original text here that means this. It means to entrust oneself to the care of someone. So to commit is to entrust oneself to the care of someone. What do these two words mean? 
Look at it in the context of what's happening here. Paul and Barnabas, they go on the first missionary journey ever with this message that has changed their life. They go and they preach this good news message. They're backtracking and they're appointing, putting their hands, saying, you guys, you people are going to be the ones that are leading the church. And what do they do? They appoint them and then they commit them to the Lord. And if the, and the word commit means to entrust oneself to the care of someone, it reminds me of someone that kind of is the author of all this. We can, we can go to Jesus when he's on the cross and what does he say? Into your hands. I commit my spirit. When Jesus on the cross is saying, into my hands, I commit my spirit to the Lord. Paul and Barnabas right now are saying, I've given my life to this thing. We're building this thing. We're going to appoint leaders. Say, you guys are now leading the church. And then they're going to commit each church to who? The author and perfecter of our faith. To Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, to the Lord. So, oh, I actually lied. No, I didn't. We're only doing verse 23, okay? I thought, I thought, oh, we're going to verse 24. No, we're staying in verse 23. I just didn't highlight something. So, okay, so they appoint and they commit them to the Lord in whom they had, what does your Bible say? Put their trust. And that's the final point of my whole message today. Nice short message, right? They had put their trust. Paul and Barnabas had risked it all. They had put it all on the line. And if you would, you would say all their eggs were in one basket. They had no backup plan. This is their life, and this was the culmination of all their life work. Everything had led to this point. Their part, Paul and Barnabas' part, was to put it all on the line and go into a point so you see in this verse, their job, Paul and Barnabas' job, was to go into a point and then commit them to the Lord to do his thing. They had learned that they could put their trust and their hope in Jesus, and they're mimicking and doing the very same thing. It reminds me of Psalms chapter 9, verse 10. And this might be a good encouragement to people today. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. I'll read that again. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Have you ever tried to teach someone something new and it's super painful to watch? Like you're, you, might be an, you might be an expert in this field or in this thing, and you're trying to teach them to do this very thing, and it is super painful to watch them trying to learn it. I mean, have you ever done that? I've done that a lot. Okay, we might be frozen here. Are we frozen? You can put your hand up. There you go. It's, it's even more painful for me to watch this person that I've mentored or teached or taught or whatever how to do this. It's, to, it's more painful for me to watch them abbreviate or into improve or change or manipulate the way that I taught them to do it. Like, my way is the only right way. Do it this way. So are you with me? Like, sometimes it's even more painful to watch them abbreviate, change it, even make it better. Sometimes... They're abbreviated 
edited version is even better than what we've taught them. Good leaders give high encouragement and they give high support while allowing widening boundaries. Good leaders give high encouragement and high support while allowing widening boundaries. And what do I mean by this? So last week, since I talked about Fortnite, the video game, I'm going to stay in my, in my geeky frame, okay? So we'll just stay here. Open sourcing. What's open sourcing? Open sourcing is this. It, it is denoting software for which the original source code is made freely available and may be redistributed or modified. So an open source code is someone who writes the code and says, here's all the backbone to the, co- to, to the code. Now world at large, abbreviate it, make it better, add to it. It's called open source coding. Anyone in the world can edit it, abbreviate it, change it, and go for it. Here's the point of today. I thank God he open sourced the church. I mean, as techy and as simple as I can get. I thank God that he open sourced the church. I thank God that Paul and Barnabas wasn't so arrogant to go, look what I'm building. I'm building an empire. And I can lord over this whole thing. And I can fly in on my helicopter. And people can worship me as the one that started this thing. And I can go to the next church. No, I thank God that Paul and Barnabas was smart enough to follow the example of Jesus. And what did Jesus do? He created an open coding, open source world, a church. Where he says, I'm building my church. And I'm throwing you the keys to the kingdom. Make it better. Improve upon it. Go to the places and spaces that you go. Paul and Barnabas are backtracking, and the very first thing they do is give the church away to the leaders. Wow. This is where I'd segue into part two of the message, but we're going to save that for next week. Is that okay? I think the encouragement for us today is that as we look at the church, we look at the church of Greeley, we thank God for Todd and Lindy Welsh, We thank God for the other churches and ministries. We thank God for the ministry partnerships. And we realize that this thing is changing form and we need an open source code in which we can all play our part and be our part in the church. Is that good? That's like a devotion. So you can take that devotion to house church. You can talk about it. um, But I want to pray for us today. God, thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that you're a God that's directing us, guiding us, that you care for the world at large. God, that you care for me, you care for everyone in Greeley. And God, you care for the people of the world. The ones in need, the ones that have excess, and everyone in between. God, it's humbling to think that you would start this thing and you would throw us the keys and say, I'm building my church and you are my church. I'm gonna continue to spread this good news message everywhere that you go. You are my plan. There is no backup. And God, I pray that lands on our hearts and on our minds today. Wow, the weight of that. Wow, the encouragement and support of that. That God, we are your plan. Are you serious? 
I pray that we wake up tomorrow and we realize the places and spaces that we go, we're your plan. There is no backup. That we would love others, we would love them well. That we would meet people where they're at. God, we would show them the love that you've asked us to show them. God, as you, you have appointed us as elders and leaders of Church Project Greeley and your capital C church, that every place we go to tomorrow and to the rest of today, we would represent your love to people that need your love. Wow. God, thank you. Thank you for loving the world that much. Church, if we would, just stand and let's worship God in this place.